0: This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome, and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain, and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief.
1: (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch.
0: Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. (laughs) Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? NBA game. So download the app today and bet with Fandle, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-100-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by UGG.
2: All right, welcome into a special Champions League edition of the Ringer Gambling Show. I'm your host, Steve Cerruti. We're making our maiden voyage here today. We're we're dipping our toe into the soccer waters for the first time. Super pumped about it. And uh, we got a great matchup between Real Madrid and Liverpool. And I'm equally pumped to be joined by Paul Carr, who's the director of content, at true media host of the Expected Value podcast. He's a contributor to ESPN, Fox, a bunch of other places. One of the best soccer followers there is on Twitter, at Paul Carr, especially if you're a U.S. Men's National Team fan, Premier League fan. If you're looking to get into the Champions League, if you're looking to dip your toe into the betting markets, he's the guy to do it. So I'm fired up to have you here today. Paul, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm excited for this Champions League final too. I always love when matchups of teams from different countries, you know, I mean, yep. like last year was Chelsea, Man
1: City. It's a good game. We saw that game like twice in the previous two months or something. So I like having these different matchups. I know we've seen Liverpool Al Madrid recently, but it's always fun to just get different matchups you don't see
2: red or roll. I totally agree. I think I feel like okay. I'll, I'll get your thoughts on this. I feel like the world was rooting for City, Liverpool, part what four or five, and right. I was the lone guy being like, I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm kind of hoping for Real Madrid here. Like, I like it. I don't want to see a, a, a Spurs Liverpool final. I don't want to see an Atletico yeah. versus Real Madrid final. I don't see a BVB Bayern final. I want to see these countries, even if it's not the best matchup or they're not the two best right. teams. I want to see that inter, you know, the intercountry situation going on. So we have that here. And as a guy who I was on Real Madrid uh, in both legs against City. I I just I, it was more fading city than it was belief in Real Madrid so we'll get to that uh-huh. in just a second because it does feel like Real Madrid have been smoking mirrors for a while but um, what's your kind of excitement level for for this game because I think you know you as I said I think people were expecting City versus Liverpool and they were excited for that but I I, I this Real Madrid team is fun I'm not sure how good they are I just feel right. like they've gotten here with like as I said before with complete smoke and mirrors but they still have a lot of really great players I mean you could argue that Karim Benzema I mean, might be the most informed guy in this entire matchup. But um, what's, what's your what's your first takeaway of just the matchup and kind of how weird it is? As a numbers guy, you know, all of Liverpool's
1: numbers are better. Like yep. pretty much anything you want to look at, they're better this season. Liverpool is the better team and that's why they're favored, whether it's any projections you want or the bookmakers or whatever. But yeah, Real Madrid has the magic. I, I don't, I can't explain it. You know, they weren't favored against PSG. They weren't favored against Chelsea. They weren't favored against City. Uh, they could have been gone out pretty easily in any of those matchups. And yet here they are. So it kind of defies any stats, numbers, trends in that sense. But to me, that makes it fascinating because, yeah, it's better. And everything says Liverpool should win this game. But Real Madrid is right. And they have this intangible belief and will and determination, especially toward the end of games so when they have to get a goal. And to me, that makes this fascinating.
2: There is a lot of randomness, I think, when it comes to the Champions League, like for any sure. knockout tournament in soccer. Like when I, you know, I, I like to clown on Pep Guardiola as much as the next guy um, for <laughs> saying that, you know, hey, it's like, it's harder to win the lead than it is the Champions League, which but I, ac- I actually do think there is some truth to that. Like it's harder mm-hmm. over the course of now his team is better than mm-hmm. everyone else's team. He has more depth. So like I don't want to hear that argument from Pep. But I do think like over the course of 38 games in the Premier League, like there's a good chance like the best team is going to win. Like we'll get a Leicester right. here and there every once in a while. But in the Champions League, you know a team, and you—that's what's so funny about this—is like Real Madrid have become, you know, thirteen-time UC, uh, UCL champions. Real Madrid have become like the scrappy underdog, so it's like <laughs> a lot, it's like calling Goliath like the underdog in this situation. Um, but they kind—they actually—they kind of are statistically. And I think even both, like if I'm going through the rosters, I go, you know, all right, look at Liverpool's defense versus Real's defense. I probably take four out of the five, including the goalkeeper from Liverpool. Now, midfield is yep. a different story. I think you probably take almost all of uh Real Madrid's uh, legendary midfield. But then you go to the attack and you've got right Benzema's at center forward, but I'd probably take Salah and Mane flanking him on both sides. So it's like maybe top maybe four guys that 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 break through into the Liverpool lineup for him from Real Madrid. So like where are you where are you at on on I guess like because the lines here, like it's it's somewhat close. I mean I think you're getting uh Liverpool at about even money. Um Real Madrid's at about plus two sixty, the draw is plus two sixty. Um I'm sort of leaning Real Madrid just because I think yeah. I'm think I'm it's. i with you. I think it's a little bit closer than the experts might think. And I'm, I'm buying into a little bit of that magic. And I don't necessarily love the price for Liverpool. But where are you at with that? Yeah, I feel similar. I feel like,
1: on one hand, the price is about right. Just because it's almost what it has to be. When Liverpool is, over the stretch of the season, it's been clearly the better team. We talked about all the numbers. Uh, they're better you know, on the field. The numbers are better, et cetera. Uh, on the other hand, this intangible quality, to me, Feels like if you're gonna make a bet, the bet needs to be on Real Madrid one way or the other. I think there's a lot of different ways you can go with it's You know, is it a lift the trophy? Is it a you know cover the goal line? Is it to win or draw? You know, lots of different options. But I feel like the value is there. It reminds me a little bit of last season when City played Chelsea. Chelsea was like plus three forty, I think, to win in regulation. And this is not that extreme a situation. But when you get a price like that, yes, City is better. But it's just it's a single game. It's at a neutral site, as you said. Random things can happen. You know, we saw sending offs uh, or uh, Liverpool keeper making crazy plays when they played Madrid in the final a few years ago. Yep. Uh, Salah gets hurt. You know, maybe not random Sergey Ramos, but you know what I'm saying. And <laughs> yeah. my Liverpool buddy yeah, just let all- us forget that. Seriously. So yeah, I feel like just if you're trying to handicap this, just given the prices you're going to get on Real Madrid, one
2: way or the other, you got to lean that way. Can you can you walk me through too? I've, I've seen some people. Are you a big like lift the cup versus just taking the money line guy? Like, could you explain like where, what, what's your mindset on that? What's your, what, what do you think is like, do you think there's more value in one or the other? I mean, the short answer is it depends. Um,
1: I tend to think in these finals, you can get better value on 90 minute bets. Just because like I said, like last year, Chelsea was plus 340. Mm. Uh, and, and then I forget what they were. There's probably like plus 200 or something to lift the, the trophy. Um, so, you, I mean, you're obviously going to get better prices. Uh, So so I tend to look that way just because like Real Madrid, I think plus 150-ish to lift the trophy. Uh, I seem like plus 130, plus 135, which is, I wouldn't touch it that low, I don't think. Um, So I think you can tend to find a better value on the 90-minute bets just because you're getting such better prices. And obviously, they have to do it in 90 minutes,
2: but Mm -hmm. but you're getting a much better payout
1: than to lift the trophy there.
2: It does seem like too, and it, it does seem like everybody's hammering the over two and a half. Um, you know, if you've got yeah. two sides that two sides that you know like to get up and down, like they'll they're they're going to score. Although, you know, I, I've heard you mention um on a previous pod that I think it was the first match, the first leg against PSG, where like Real just completely sat back and were playing like Burnley, and it was very strange sure. and it was very odd. And then the second leg, obviously, they ended up coming back and making the full comeback. So I, I'm a little bit scared. Like, I, yes, I, in theory, I like the over two and a half, right? You, you, especially like Liverpool score first. If if Real's going to have to chase the game, it's going to be a little bit more wide open. Yep. I think, like, worst-case scenario, though, in my head, as we try to look at scenarios of, like, what could happen in the actual game, right. I'm going, is Ancelotti just going to try to sit back, be compact, hit them on the counter, and not try to give up goals? Now, this is a leaky Real team. I think they've given up 1.8 XG expected goals per uh, per knockout match, which is high, which is high for a team that should be of their caliber. Um yep. But so so on one hand I'm like yeah two and a half that makes that's kind of a no brainer on the other half I'm like are they going to zag and just sit back and try not to get killed by Liverpool and just try to extend this thing as long as possible and then maybe Benzema or Vinicius can like nip a goal in the you know 75th plus minute and they can steal this thing one nothing so I don't know where you stand on that but that's like the mindset of what I'm, what I'm going through I haven't decided exactly where I'm going to lean just yet but those I think are the two camps of what it could be for the over yeah I'd say i
1: similar mindset yeah my the over seems like the obvious play and I'm not saying don't play it the Downside is, yeah, Real Madrid very happy with the 1-1 game, maybe. Or I'd be very curious on the whole, how how are both teams going to approach the first 15 minutes, we'll say? Because Liverpool generally will press pretty hard in those first 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so if Real Madrid holds, are they going to just kind of... Is it going to be like that PSG uh, two-leg series, but over one game? Like, is Madrid just going to shut up shop in the first half and hope to get their no-no? And like you said, Nick a goal late or something along those lines? I'm not sure. So I'll be very curious to see how open Real Madrid is, uh, how they handle the Liverpool pressure in the first half, how long Liverpool can keep it up early. Because we saw like in the FA Cup final uh, how they really pressed uh, Chelsea well in the first half hour or so and just kind of looked dead for the last 60 minutes and extra time. Um, So those are the kind of things I'm going to be watching. How long can Liverpool keep up pressure? How are Madrid going to handle it? When will they start opening up and embracing uh, the craziness that they seem to inflict on everybody?
2: And the other thing too that we haven't even mentioned yet is you know Liverpool they're going to have what is basically their top lineup, but they've they've got some guys that are nicked up. I mean, yeah. um, Thiago is is probably it's, it's definitely questionable for the game. We'll see if he actually ends up playing. Um, it does seem like Fabiño is going to play. Van Dijk looks like he'll play. Salah will play, but there are guys that certainly have seen their fair share of miles. That they've got a lot of miles over the last couple of years too of being in so many different competitions and going so far in competitions. And also guys that are coming back from injury right now, whereas. Real have basically locked up La Liga for a while um, they've been able to kind of coast to this then they had the party but they had some time off and they're ready to go I think uh, Alaba might be a little bit nicked up he might be in the Van Dyke situation but he should be fine for for game time mm-hmm. so uh, does that cross your mind at all I mean I mean I, I know like Liverpool it does seem like Klopp has and I've, I've always said this and I'm an Everton fan so like I'm about as least biased in this <laughs> as you can be I think Klopp is the best manager in the world um, and I think his system like the way that he can just implement guys in there and they just kind of keep rolling. You've seen that with Luis Diaz. Yeah. You've seen that with different signs they've had over the last couple of years. So I almost wonder if it does it matter because some of their top guys might be dinged up or does it not matter because Klopp is just, he's Klopp and he probably has the best system in the world.
1: I think it's something. I mean, they've, you know, those three games they played in the last week. Like I mentioned the FA Cup, they just looked gassed. Uh, the midweek game against Southampton, you know, they pulled out the win, but looked gassed. And What did they take out of it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sunday against Wolves, you know, They didn't look gassed too much, a little sloppy on defense, uh, but they ended up getting the goals that they needed. That results obviously didn't go their way in the City game. But I I do think that's something especially if you know we'll get to that second half those last 15-20 minutes when Real Madrid has been so good in all these knockout games I think that's a thing that uh, the health is a little bit of a question especially Tiago's I think the most important guy to me because all their numbers are down when he's not on the field this season Uh, and if he's not there they lose some of that control in the midfield that Real Madrid would be happy to you know Casemiro just be Casemiro wrecking ball and clear space for everyone else to, to ping past this yeah. Afford to people, so I, I think the injury is going to be something. Whether it's you know a guy's dead after 60 minutes, whether it's whatever it might be, I, I think it's a little bit of something to factor in here.
2: Yeah. Um, before we get to some of your best bets and we kind of close this thing out, I want to throw something at you that I've been kind of kicking around in the uh, in the uh, like game log machine. Mm-hmm. I, Liverpool, as you mentioned, they come out they come out early. They like to score early, and vice versa. R- Real have been they've been leaky early, like they've given up goals yep. early, and they've been kind of rough and they've had to come back. I'm wondering, Paul, like, can, I get the sign up? can I get the Paul Cowher sign up on this? Liverpool to score first, minus 155. And then Real Madrid to come from behind and win is plus 1360. Where are we at? Ooh. How are we feeling? We feeling lucky? I mean, it's a very reasonable
1: scenario to play out. <laughs> uh, will Real get two goals? After get, that's really the question. You know, How much? And that's what I'd be curious to see. Like, so let's say Liverpool scores first, it's 1 0 half. Real gets one middle of the second half. Are they going to keep pressing? I, I don't know the answer. That's that's mm. kind of the big question mark to me. Will they be fine going to extra time? Will they try to create the chaos that they're so good at and try to get that goal? To me, I think I would kind of think they should just because they get that goal. Liverpool's probably on their heels, and Real Madrid just thrives in those chaotic situations. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I don't think that's if you, if you're picking you know some sort of scenario like that, like trying to nail exactly how the game is going to play out. I don't think
2: that's a bad play. Yeah, that's the one we've seen. I mean, can can it's basically happened what four straight? Uh, I guess not not necessarily the Chelsea one, but at least versus PSG and City, they've had to come from behind and, and come back. Right. Can they make it a third time in the, in the final? We'll have to see that if that's if that ends up being the case, they will probably be one of the they'll, they'll be the team of destiny for sure. I mean, there's the, right. Real of our, I mean, they're already kind of the team of destiny, having I mean, this will be their 14th title if they end up winning it. They are sort of like the cha- the Champions League team, but uh, if they end up doing that, then nobody has bigger championship DNA than they do. Um, right. I want to I want to ask you about a couple of um, anytime goal scorers. Do you, do you think, I mean, I think the two guys obviously at the top are Salah and Benzema. Yep. Um, but I, I do think, like, Benzema is two goals shy, I believe, of the Champions League record. He's got 15 now, Ronaldo's at 17 um, in for, for one Champions League cycle. Benzema, to me, is the most dangerous guy in this game, even more than yep. Salah, even though Salah's probably a better player overall. Um, is Have you dipped your toe into any of the, the anytime goal scorer market at all, or the first first goal scorer market, or do you just kind of stay away from that stuff? Yeah, I haven't made any yet, Benzema. Check the prices on them. Like I've seen very different prices. The books I
1: typically is around plus one hundred five, plus one hundred ten, which is right on that border where I'm interested mm-hmm. in playing it. But I've seen some places. You know, Buddies telling me it was like plus one hundred fifty. Yeah, the has and plus you know, one hundred
2: fifty right now.
1: If uh, I can get a number like that, I like that quite a bit for Ben's. I mean, again, that's a ninety minute bet, but I think he scored in half of the his Champions League knockout games in regulation. Yeah, plus a couple more. You know, he takes penalties which is a big thing uh, when you're just trying to get a goal, regardless of how it happens. So, yeah, so if you can get a plus 150 type on Benzema, I would definitely jump on that. Um, the other one that kind of intrigues me is Rodrigo. Uh, around plus 400 is a price thing. Now, he's probably not going to start, yep. which I think is a good thing for this bet in the sense that he can come off the bench like he did against City. And he's going to get 20, 30 minutes. We're talking about Liverpool... You know, being more likely to score first, maybe they're going to be desperate for a goal. But you can throw him on against a tired Liverpool defense for those twenty or thirty minutes,
2: getting plus four hundred or so. I kind of like that play. Yeah, he's been that sort of super sub. We saw it against um, against City uh, coming off the bench. He's certainly uh, an X an X factor because it does look like they'll probably start four midfielders like they usually do, and they'll go um, yeah. and they'll go uh, Vinicius and, and Benzema up top. Um, what are any other kind of like long shot bets that you're kind of looking at that you like, or what, are, or, or, or we can get straight to the, uh, to the best bets, but I don't know if there are any like long shot flyers that you've taken to.
1: No, not in particular. Um, there's, there's one Rodrigo thing. I think that plus 400 was kind of the one, the closest thing to a, a long shot. That's pretty interesting to me. Just cause like I said, tired legs for everyone else, fresh legs for him. We've seen what can happen. I can think that's a real possibility given how the game might play out.
2: Yeah. And then I also saw, this is the, this is the interesting one to me. You really like the second half. Uh, overscoring yeah. the second half will you, correct? I do. It's a bit of a, I don't know, it's not a
1: just a traditional bet, but I like, yeah, more goals in the second half, highest scoring second half. Uh, our highest scoring half is the second half at, at even money, is the price that I got it at. I mean, it's just as simple as look at the knockout games. I think between the 12 knockout games, both these teams have played, 10 of them have had more goals in the second half. And, you know, it's not like by one or two, there's just by lots. I mean, I've said it a couple times already, but the chaos that Real Madrid will invoke in the second half when they need a goal or are pressing for a goal it's just going to to lead to more goals so it's not a super complicated bet other than you know teams are going to push i think the first half could look like a kg final as real madrid tries to withstand that initial liverpool onslaught and the second half could open up as both teams get
2: tired and the chaos reigns so it sounds like we're both leaning uh real madrid on this one uh likely money line or to to lift the cup um can you, can i get to uh, do i get a score prediction from you i guess before we bounce what are we thinking um,
1: yeah, I, I do like Real Madrid. I, I play them on the goal line at minus 125. I struggle a lot. Like I think you could justify just about any Madrid play, whether it's you know to win or even to draw in the 90 minutes. Uh, with the trophy, I think I would need at least plus 150 to mm-hmm. play that uh, on the Real Madrid side. Uh, yeah, I kind of lean in for a 1-1 game in regulation. Extra time. I yeah, you know, was total wild card after that. Bro. but yeah I mean, I like a two-1 kind of score. I could really see it going either way, but I like the plane of Real Madrid uh, for the ninety-minute bet for me.
2: Yeah, I think Real would definitely snatch your hand off if they can get it to one-one uh, and get its extra time, and then yeah. anything yeah, gotta happen from there. They'll, they'll take the they'll take the Ancelotti magic and, and do it what they may. Yep. Uh, well, Paul, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for hopping on again. He is. Uh, you can check him out, True Media, ESPN, um, and make sure you follow him at Paul Carr C A R R on Twitter for any big US Men's Master Team stuff, Champions League stuff. Um, all of the above and even gets into some other sports too so uh, Paul can't thank you enough and hope we do this again soon you bet Steve that was fun and that's talking soccer here on the Rigger Gambling Show thanks again for tuning in thanks again to our guest Paul Carr shouts out to Stefan Anderson for producing this podcast JJ and House will be back on Friday breaking down a couple of the NBA matchups we might even have a a champion in the Western Conference so uh, look out for that and until next time talk to you soon